we are now recording. Okay, let's begin. Okay, good afternoon, everybody. Welcome to our YouTube channel, Fast CPA and Consultants. I'd like to introduce our CPA, Fulton Abraham Sanchez. Welcome, Fulton. Thank you, Sarah. Pleasure to have you here. If it's your first time joining us, I'll explain the dynamics. You send us your questions via emails, private DMs, private messages. We'll group them up and we'll start with today's episode called self-employment, tax, and payroll. So are we ready to begin? Yes, should be. Okay, so first question. What should I do at the tax level if I transfer all or part of my company money to my personal account and use that account for personal and company payments? Okay. Um, there is this uh, belief that because you are the only owner in the company, you do not need payments. And that is completely incorrect for a simple reason. Whenever there is a company, either S corporation, regular corporation, LLC, limited liability company, the IRS will always expect that you report payment. There is a line uh, in the company report. This is for LLC with two members. This is for corporations with one member. This is for S corporations with one member. The IRS will always expect that you report payment. There is a line on the tax return that uh, it's used to report salary from the owners, salary from shareholders. And if that box is empty, the IRS is going to audit. That's why it's extremely important that you do get payroll, that, that you get the payroll for the company and you pay yourself. That will be, say, the first line of defense for an audit, the first line of defense. This is, this is to avoid any auditing from the IRS. This is not something that it is believed. This is, it is happening already, especially when as corporations, as corporations, I've known that clients who have come to us and say, I got an audit from the IRS because I didn't pay my, uh, I didn't pay myself a salary and I am the only owner of the company and this is for an S corporation. So if you own an S corporation and you are a single member, if you own a C corporation and you are a single member, make sure that you get payroll. You pay yourself at least once a month. You cannot pay once a month, pay yourself once a quarter, but pay something. Otherwise, the IRS is going to come after you if that box, the one that says on report, on the, on the report of the company, the line that says expenses, shareholder, payable to shareholder or salary to shareholder, is empty. That box, or that line should always be with numbers, meaning that you have to pay yourself. That will be the first line of defense for the IRS. Now, for the LCs, whenever they, they, the LCs, um, but they have one single member, if you have if you have a business, either you are incorporated or you are not incorporated, either you are in an LLC with one member or you work by yourself, there is a principle that if you work and you make money, you have to pay taxes. That's why everyone, every employee who works 
in the in a dependent relationship, in a subordinate relationship with a company in the US will always have a payroll. And that payroll will mean reduction and withholding, withholding of income tax, social security, and Medicare. Those three withholdings. And then well, with those three withholdings, you will mean it means that you are paying in advance your taxes because those taxes are deducted. As those taxes are deducted and you pay in advance, the IRS is expecting that the same, the same as the employees, the people who work with companies, they pay in advance. Some employed people also pay in advance, but usually that never happens. So if you are self-employed and, and you don't have payroll, you are supposed to pay taxes quarterly. Probably that, that becomes difficult because you have to calculate the, pay, the taxes that you have to pay. Second, you have to send the check to the IRS or pay online. So it's not automatic. And when things are not automatic, they are problem because you have to think and then you have to execute. And that is a, that thinking, the thinking is painful when, because we are so busy. Thinking is painful, right? It's costly. So instead of having this, this pain of, of not setting on a payroll and then paying by yourself in a quarterly basis, but you are self-employed, either you work by yourself or you have an LLC with one single member, LLC with one single member, they are disregarded entities and it is the owner that has to report like a self-employed. So if you are self-employed or own, um, the LLC with one single member, you are the only member, the only uh, owner of the LLC, you have to pay taxes quarterly. How? Estimating the taxes from the previous year. So whatever you pay the previous year, you divide into four, and then you send checks quarterly to the IRS. If you don't want to have that pain, get payroll. Go to, to any company, we can also help you, there are many companies that specialize in payroll and they are very, they are very affordable. And then once you set up, you only need to have the money in the bank. So that way you automate your life. Life can be automated in, in the US and in developing countries. Life can be automated. You can automate all the payments for all, all possible utilities and all possible payments, even the mortgage, anything. But the only but the same thing as you automate the payroll for the uh, you automate the payment for though all the, your personal expenses, do the same with your payroll, automate it. And that automation will take that that problem out of your back because it will be automatic. You only need to have the payroll. And then taxes will be paid automatically once a month. And at the end of the year, you will get a W-2, you will report your taxes, and you what? You will avoid penalties because when you don't pay quarterly taxes, the IRS assess a penalty, penalty for not payment. So okay. second, the second line of defense is avoiding penalties with the IRS by setting up automatic payroll, especially if you are a self-employed individual or you own an LLC with one and you are the only owner. That will be the second line of defense. 
That's Got why it. you need Facebook. Awesome. Okay. Now, if you have, if you, if you use the money from the company to transfer to your personal account, say the company, transfer all of my company money to my personal account and another account for personal and company payments, that is incorrect because you cannot commingle the funds of the company with the funds personal. Personal. So you never transfer money from the company to you unless it is a distribution or it is a reimbursement or it's anything that you could justify to the IRS. Because when you do that, you are exposing yourself to, that if you are audited, you are going to, the IRS is going to claim that all that money that you transfer to your personal account is income. Mm -hmm. And all that income is going to be taxable. Right. That will be the third line of defense of the IRS. Do not transfer money from your company account to your personal account because all that money is going to be considered income if the IRS comes to audit you. If you want to transfer money from the company to the personal account yours, get a payroll. That's the easy way. And then you do not expose to any of these three problems that the IRS is going to come after you. Awesome. Okay. Got it. So the second question is, what is the self-employment tax? <laughs> That's a very good question. Mm -hmm. Self-employment tax is 15% in addition of the regular income tax. And okay. the problem comes from people who do not have payroll. Taxpayers who do not have payroll, they are self-employed, or even if they own a company and they don't have payroll, mm -hmm. at the end of the year, the any money that they receive from the company mm -hmm. is going to be considered income. The company mm -hmm. must give them a 1099, a form to report the giving of the money. And over that 1099, or over the income that they report on the tax return as income, the IRS is going to assess a 15% additional tax. So wow. income tax goes from 10% to 35%, but that's on the income. Okay. Self-employment tax is in reality social security tax and Medicare tax. That's a self-employment tax. It's called self-employment tax because it mm -hmm. is for all those taxpayers who are, who are employed by themselves. Therefore, mm -hmm. they don't have a payroll. And because okay. they don't have a payroll, they are supposed to pay the self-employment tax 15% additional to cover mm -hmm. for not having payroll because payroll obligates them to pay this self-employment tax in advance. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. That self-employment tax is going to be given, is going to be imposed on every taxpayer who work by themselves and do not report payroll. When employees have payroll, the company, the 15% is paid evenly be, or distributed between the taxpayer and the company. So 7.5% is paid, 7.65% is paid by the individual, 7.65% is by the company. Mm -hmm. In this case, as the individual is employed by himself, is self-employed, has no payroll, the individual mm -hmm. themselves must pay 
self-employment tax is the addition of the two, 7.65 and 7.65, 15.2 will give them 15.2 in the self-employment tax, but then 15.2 is the sum, is the addition of social security tax and Medicare tax. Social security tax, I think that is two, two point something and Medicare is 2.45. So 12.5% of social security, at 2.45% for Medicare. Okay, got it. So for the third question we have, as a business owner, when is it convenient to declare as a self-employment tax or use payroll? It is, as I said before, in the, in the first question, it is always better to declare or to report payroll to avoid the three lines that the IRS might get you. So avoid those three lines that if you own a business and you do not report payroll, the IRS can audit you. Avoid the audit with the IRS. The three basic reasons for avoiding an audit with the IRS. Get mm -hmm. a payroll and report the amount that you pay yourself in the company return. Mm -hmm. Second, always have a payroll to avoid penalties from the IRS. And third, and this is do not commingle the funds of the business with yours. Okay. Get a payroll. So get a payroll. <laughs> okay, so for the last question we have, who should I include in my company's payroll? Whoever uh, has a relationship of dependence with you. And this mm -hmm. is a, actually this is a very important question because there is this, there is this doubt that what is, what is the correct classification? It is an employee or it's a contractor? Clients mm -hmm. always ask, I work, I have a company, I have payroll, I don't have payroll. I don't pay myself and to my employees, I gave them a 1099. That is okay. completely incorrect. The IRS is going to come, if the, if the IRS audits you, the IRS will come after you and you have to pay the taxes that you owe to the employees for not having, having them classified them correctly as employees mm -hmm. and the penalties. So there, there are two problems there. If mm -hmm. you have a company and you don't have payroll and you work by yourself, you have one problem. One problem and three possibilities of being audited. Well, but if okay. you have, if you work and then uh, and, and you don't have payroll, and then in addition you have employees and you don't have them in payroll because you have no payroll, you have a for every employee you have a, another problem, an additional problem, and that problem is has three possibilities of even more more problem being more problematic. The ones that mm -hmm. I have said before: do not come in with the funds, do not pay in advance. To avoid penalties and also to get a payroll to avoid all the uh, to avoid not reporting the payroll on your company tax return. Mm -hmm. So every employee that you have and you are not classifying an as employee and you pay them a 1099, a 1099 is a report of a contractor income uh, mm -hmm. a payment uh, given to a contractor. If you don't have that, you don't have a payroll. If the IRS audits you. Is going to come very heavy, very heavy on you. Oh, okay. So, what is the distinction between an employee 
and a contractor. If it's, it's a very simple example. When you go, when you go to a, when you go to, well, here in the US we buy, we buy, uh, everything is already, uh, the clothing is already made. But in the mm -hmm. old times, if you go to a tailor and you tell, you ask a tailor, I need a, I need a suit, the tailor will take your measurements and then will say, come back in one week or two weeks. Mm -hmm. And then one week for, for, uh, for trying and then uh, one week more, the, the suit will be ready. That will be a contractor because you do not control his time and you cannot tell him what to do because you don't know. Right. But if you have another person mm -hmm. to whom you tell, you tell them what to do and how to execute their job and you control their time, that's an employee. So do not risk another, you do not risk your business exposing mm -hmm. your audit from the IRS. Classify your employees correctly. They are employees, they are under your supervision and you tell them what to do. They are employees, do not give them 1099, put them in the payroll, put yourself in a payroll and pay taxes in advance to the IRS and, and at the end of the year, give them a W-2 and everyone will be happy. You will save an audit from the company and you will save an audit from the IRS for your company and you will save another possibility from an audit for not having the employees correctly classified as employees. Okay, awesome. So we know now. <laughs> so those are all the questions for today. Thank you, Fulton, for your time and the information. Thank you, everybody, for watching. We have a group on Facebook, an exclusive group where we'll be sharing down below on the description if you can join us or send us your question through email, private messages, anything you need to know, we'll be here. Thank you, have a good day. Thank you.